I do. And I don't. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here for another episode of I Do and I Don't Show podcast show. It's a Monday. Um, back to your regularly scheduled programming with Kat and... Joel. And... <laughs> Where's that voice come from? <laughs> um, we're a marriage advice podcast come relationship and sex advice podcast. Mm-hmm. And now also dating too, like let's yeah, be honest. dating, we do it all. Um, we've become, and by the way, we've answered parenting questions. We really have. So there's nothing we can't answer and, and from a place in my case of most often uh, – a lack of experience, mm-hmm. but fresh eyes. Lack of experience and fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's a good phrase. And from Kat's perspective, uh, almost too much experience. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Just a snaggle just tooth. Talking about the parenting. What are Been you? around the block <laughs> several times. Lived hard, you and know. and 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 met a lot of couples. Yeah, oh yeah, you I know, do. Having a lot of, uh, I was be, I wasn't being mean. No, you would never, right? No, it's true. I am, I'm a minister, and so I spend a lot of time around people who are getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I myself have been married and in other long term relationship situations, and I have children, so I have a little bit of knowledge on some of these topics. You know, Kat, I was engaged once. Did I ever say that? You were engaged once? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> wow. I was engaged to be married. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but like, so I think we were going to, it wasn't, I think it was a Christian church. We were going to get married in a church. Um, and when you do that, they want to give you, they have a, like a little course thing mm-hmm. that you're going to take. Now, as a marriage aficionado, do you do one of those things? I haven't had couples ask but I can do yes like I feel like well they it was like compulsory it's mandatory in many churches and I actually don't think it's the worst idea because I think there are some conversations that people have not yet had despite the fact that they've now decided to spend the rest of their lives together and I don't even know if we were going to use that pastor or whatever right like I'm I think we may have brought in our own but it was just using that facility he was like well you got to do this thing and so was it the, the pre-marriage counseling that put the kibosh on no, the No, I think we went to one like pre, pre-interview pre thing that this is what was going to happen. And then I ended it shortly after. <laughs> and it, that wasn't the reason. But, Interesting. But it was, uh, you know, other things. But, um, but that did make me nervous. Right. Not necessarily like, oh, is this going to end up? But I don't want to talk to somebody about my own business. I really don't like it. Mm. You know, and I know you're probably going to talk about, well, what about therapy? And we've suggested therapy and that kind of thing. Um, but therapy's not for everyone. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, maybe could I get into like a one-on-one thing? It was just like, I, who is this guy, stranger, you know? I don't know. I didn't, just didn't like the dynamic. But uh, not to say that it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it just made me nervous. Actually, the idea of a wedding makes me nervous. Because yeah. you're professing your love in front of a bunch of people, and a lot of them are going to be strangers or people you don't even really like that much. Yeah, it's a high pressure situation sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, what do we do on this show? We talk about ourselves. Yeah, we do, and but we also take your questions, listeners, and try to help you move through the confusing atmosphere and landscape of your love lives. And they send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. 
or Facebook and Instagram. I do and I don't shoo. And good news, folks. I never know who sent any of the questions. <laughs> Kat true. keeps them completely anonymous. No one will know. You're completely anonymous, and, I, and she doesn't even tell me. Yeah, it's true. So I, I am a vault. That's a strange thing because it's like, well, like I'm, I'm on the show too. Like I'm doing the thing. Like why can't I know? And it's just a decision that we made. I feel as if you just said that that's what we do. And uh, well, we, it was that I don't read the questions. But the fact that I can never know who sent them just seems a little bit over the top. But anyway, I never do. Well, we're getting to the point now where people are like emailing stuff into, and I, I have no idea anymore who these They're questions have come from. <laughs> They're all strangers now, which is exciting. We're just, th- this is going to be an episode, and I don't want to encourage it, of just parody questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fake questions. <laughs> They're all just over the top. It's like, well, we have to answer it. Yeah. Um, so what's our first question of the day? Okay. Our first question is, how do I stop having sex with my ex? Why can't we seem to move on? Does this mean there's still something here of value? Uh, well, the last question, the last part of the question, the answer is yes. And that is orgasms. Orgasms (laughs) are of value. Uh, why can't people stop having sex with their exes? Because it's good sex. Yeah, I mean, it's familiar, first of all. Yeah, it's comforting. Like, even if you know something's over, and especially one person usually more than the other, but usually, actually, mo- both people, one one person knows it's got to end, the other one doesn't want it to end, but they both are going to miss it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's nice to continue doing that, you know, because, it, as you say, familiar. You've already built up all the... You know the trust you needed. You know the those connection, the connection you needed, all the stuff that makes sex good. You know that, and why it's not always as good the first time. You've gone through all of that. You know how to the other person works. You've learned their ropes. You've learned, yeah, how to tug their strings. Um, so yeah, of course you're gonna want to. It's it's a fun thing. It's great, great. It's not a great thing to do, but it's a fun thing to do. Let's talk about why it's not a great thing to do. I think um, that's important. Yeah, it's hard uh, because I feel I feel like I would be such a fan. Um, but I, uh, you know, it's gonna someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, I think so because I think it's still happening because one or the other person is still connected in some way. Yeah. And it's going to create expectation. And, you know, unless there's a firm and and clear agreement that you're just having sex and there's no desire to have exclusivity or, like, rekindle anything or try to repair anything. And even then, I would say, like, it's better to just clear your slate, take some time on your own. And then if you really feel like you still need to be sexual, find a new person to have sex with. Um. You've spoken about, I think a few episodes ago, about how when that that sex and connection for you are, are linked. Mm-hmm. Like you're not good at let's just have pointless casual sex. Yeah, it's not your no. You, you connect in sex. Yeah, I'm terrible yeah. At, at being very casual. So uh, that's probably pretty commonplace. Uh, definitely in women, and probably very much in men. Even though sometimes maybe they don't want to acknowledge it. Right. Um, but so, so when you've broken up, as you're mentioning that, that, you know, one person wants to be there more than the other, 
and you did hint at this, but the idea that sex is good because you're connected. Mm-hmm. So you, if you want to get past that connection, you have to stop having the sex. You have to stop having the sex. Yes. And okay, if you like, you can, And so my question to you is. Can you even bother to have that conversation where you say, okay, this is just sex now. We're, we're just doing sex. I think if you're the kind of person who does get really attached in a sexual capacity, you should definitely not have an attempt at a casual sex with an ex. But, but even if like you could maybe arguably have casual sex, this is someone you have been with. Like this, are you able to rewind the feelings? I don't think so. So that's really the... You, you probably can't remind the feelings. No, That's I don't think point. so. Although, like, I've heard of some men who can profess that they can just keep it all separate. And they say this until <laughs> the other person starts to, like, look around and see what else is out there. And then suddenly, I don't know. I think having sex with your ex is a bad idea. Straight up. Uh, it does sound like a bad idea. Were there, there's, I think there's more to that question. Why can't we seem to move on? Does this mean there's still something of value here? So like if there is a lingering doubt that the relationship has ended, like if you're not sure 100% that it's completely resolved or maybe you think there's still an opportunity there to heal something, take sex off the table, take some space, like give yourselves like maybe even a couple weeks, a month of just like, let's not be in contact. Let's just take some space and then let's connect after this amount of time and see how we feel about this. Mm-hmm. Like get your heads clear and then see what's possible after that. If you still feel like you want to try or you have something that you want to explore together, then negotiate what that looks like. Like maybe it's not going to be possible to jump back into it. Maybe there's like a lot of hurt and mistrust and you're going to have to ease into it slowly. And it's like, you know, you got to set your own parameters and be really specific about it. Say like, I can't jump right back into this. And to me, that means I don't want to feel obligated to contact each other every single day. Like, you know, sometimes I just want to do my own thing and not feel like I have to like be accountable. And, you know, I don't want us to see other people but I also am probably only going to want to hang out once a week right now while we're finding our way through. Just be fucking specific so like no one's confused. But that time and space apart is super necessary and essential, I think. And we want you to send in questions. We want to be asked these questions. But these are good questions for the person you're having sex with right now. Yeah. Is there anything of value left here? Yeah. And if they're going to sit there and go, uh, yeah, um, uh, well, yeah, if they say what I said, orgasms... Then you know Run. the answer is no. <laughs> Run away. Yeah. <laughs> like as far as getting back together, you you know it's the, like, I mean you're it's in the language. I'm still having sex with my ex. Like the ex part is still part of that sentence. Yeah. I'm not having sex with my lover who may or may not want to take things to the next level. You know. Yeah. This is someone. It's over. Yeah. So now what? Do you continue to torture yourself? Yeah, because that's not over. Like if you're still connecting, it's not over. And and again, it depends on, you know, the person writing. Are are they emotionally invested and the other person is completely like over it? 
they're going on other dates, but in the meantime, it's nice to still have someone familiar to fuck once in a while. Yeah. Like that could be the dynamic. And then it's like, or is, is one person like? like totally loving their freedom and just doing whatever they want whenever they want. And then every once in a while, when they feel like they want some sex, they still have this person who loves them and wishes it could work out that they can yeah. just like hook up with. You don't want that. No, if you're nobody the other wants person that. that. It's not a good idea. It's too muddy. Mm-hmm. It's just like a mess. And then, you know, you're probably not together because you had a hard time communicating or whatever. Right. This is not going to help that scenario. <laughs> this is not going to fun- suddenly make it okay to have sex with each other. So uh, you can do the I'm going to take time yeah. thing that Kat suggested. Or you can do the other thing, which is just to walk away. Move on with your life. Find someone else who has a, a sex buddy. But you know, you're going to have to work it up so that you, you get to the same maybe level of sex that you are having with the ex. <laughs> could, could happen, you know. It could be profoundly better than be the sex that you've been having. We don't know. <laughs> this is the beauty of possibility. You mm-hmm. just don't know. But what you do know is the patterns that the two of you have been locked in for however, however long. Not going well. So let's look at, let's look at your odds here. Yeah. <laughs> Good bet? No. Better bet? Probably. Um, next question. <laughs> What's the best way of approaching casual sex and dating as a woman without being constantly disrespected? Well, I'll answer this one. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an answer to this one. This Let is, me jump in there, Kat, uh, as a, a man. Well, no, I think this is important, too, from a male perspective because... Without being disrespected? Well, you're you're the wrong person to answer this because I know like even Is this the back to the Madonna and the Whore complex? It's it's a similar situation, I think. Like uh, I as much as I say I don't do casual sex, I have in the past. What? I know. Had relationships where I know that our friendship has some physical benefits and it's never going to really evolve beyond what it is. But that's not I don't consider that just to uh, try to um, nail down these terms. I don't really consider... it. This is a sex friend? Yeah, sex friend. I don't consider that necessarily casual sex. Okay. Just be, I feel like casual sex is like, you know, having sex with this person and meeting another person, having sex with them, and then meeting another person, having sex with them. Oh, see, like, I just hear people talking like that, and I'm, I'm wondering, like, how good can the sex be? I always say that. I'm I think like, I need a sex friend. That's all... That's... <clears throat> Like, I actually think I need a sex friend because I, I cannot even imagine a relationship right now. Like, mm-hmm. it, it makes me feel kind of panicky, actually. S- sex friends are <laughs> wonderful. But can you ask your sex friend to get tested? Yeah. And can, like, like, when? The, bef- before? Before you stop using condoms. Can you stop using condoms with a sex yeah. friend? Sex friends, okay, so, and we've talked about this before when somebody asked us, to have a uh, sexual relationship with absolutely no expectations. This person was asking for a sex friend, and you were saying, well, come on, you can't ask for exclusivity and no like no promise of anything in the future or nothing becoming of it. Right. And I sort of argued that you can have a sex friend. Okay. So it is, you you do say, this is this is just our exclusive thing. We're gonna just have sex with each other. We have great sex. Um, we're, we got to keep our, uh, emotions intact. It's not going anywhere. 
But yeah, you you don't have to. You can get to the place of trust where you're not using condoms. Okay, but that's your boyfriend and girlfriend scenario, isn't? But not? you like, know, so if you're exclusive, that's where I get thrown for a loop because this, you can't do this, cat. Based on what I, I you've already told me, this. you can't do this. Okay, I can't do this because I would catch all the feels. You in this will scenario. feel. You will love this person <laughs> unless I am. Unless there's like permission in this dynamic for me to have other friends who I have sex with, and yeah, like, then you're not using the condoms. Yeah, maybe m- maybe condoms. sex friend I don't use the condoms with, and we've been tested, and we have that agreement between us. And then whoever else I date, I'm you're being using safe protection. With. Yeah, like for example, well, if they're into that, I mean, because otherwise I'm just going to start like f- developing. But a this relationship. is what this is what's going to happen. You're going to <laughs> love the sex with the sex friend. You're going to eventually love the sex friend you're not going to be motivated or interested in having sex with other people it's true you're because right. you're gonna you you know that sex is subpar you know that it's oh i gotta meet this guy named dave we're gonna have a hamburger and then i guess he's gonna try to finger me in the back seat you know no, like you're not, not gonna, gonna you're gonna just say can i just come over and bang you Ugh. you know and then your sex friend's gonna be like yes please and you guys are gonna have great sex and you're gonna you know go why can't this be everything <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm fucked, really. Like, No, you're not. And that's the problem. <laughs> but it's a natural thing to have that connection. And, and as we were saying in the last question, the reason why the sex is good is because of the feelings that come along with the sex. If you can keep those uh, feelings at bay, then you may have a really great time, a really great thing going on. But I feel like you simply cannot. Not possible. So, I never want to keep my feelings at bay. Like I, I want to respond in appropriate ways to my emotions, but I don't want to like contain my emotional expansion just because. But can you? Like, I guess the 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 perspective would be: No, you're allowed to feel something for this person. You're allowed to love them as a person. You're allowed to. Uh, connect on whatever level you want to connect. You just have to remember that they are not your, they're not going to be around forever in that capacity. But no one's around forever. If you want to, but you know, we, we, who in this world, I mean, okay. I guess most people, it feels like, have a dream of growing old with someone. Yeah, and that would be beautiful. Yeah. But I had this conversation last night, and we are not even remotely answering this person's question, so we're going to have to pull it back yes, here we are. a little bit. But I, I was talking about how like in ancient Celtic traditions, they mm. used to do something called a hand fasting, and you would pledge yourself to someone for one year and a day, mm-hmm. and then you would renew that every single anniversary for an additional year and a day. And I feel like that's my ideal scenario right there. Because you're consciously making a choice and you're committing in a reasonable amount of time. And then if it's good, you continue. It kind of uh, kind of gives you the idea that like somebody can't be completely complacent. So exactly. you, you do continue to, uh-oh, our renewal's coming up. I better get her flowers, you know? But um, Well, I, I mean... Not yeah. really. That That's a, a, a cynical way of looking at nobody's it. Nobody's taken for granted in that yeah. scenario. It's like, oh, she, she, we, could, we have to re-up on her... Uh, on our agreement. Um, and it's a contract. It should be renegotiated over and over again mm-hmm. and reassessed. Like, it's- I mean, isn't it crazy that like culturally, like you get your, some, some cultures have arranged marriages, you know, but by and large, you have this idea of marriage that is forever that you don't, 
there's no there's no parameters in which you go like some some t- divorce was illegal yeah you know but but you know this idea of okay let's renegotiate it and all those it's so uh, not absurd um it's just kind of unheard of in in the the world yeah where where did this idea come from of monogamy forever and ever and ever on men do we want that because we're all people are failing at it constantly so i think that partnership could be long lasting and long term but i think that it's really up to the individuals to shape and create what that looks like I think you have to shirk all of the societal norms and like religious standards and really two people sit down and just like create their vision for what relationship is. But there's still that like the, the I think the 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 only thing in the that matters is the commitment. Yeah, the so commitment is So you, you say key. we're we're committed to this thing. Yeah, we're committed to building our partnership till death do us part. Till one year from and a day from now. <laughs> In that one subculture. <laughs> but like think about think about your own relationships, right? And if mm-hmm. you think of one relationship that you've been in that's lasted a year plus a day, by that point, the writing was totally on the wall about the relationship, was it not? Oh, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but I'm for most yeah, I guess. Like you had a clear speaking, sense of what you would be dealing with after a year and a day. I yeah, I yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think it's it'd be hard pressed to argue that. Yeah, and then you were like, okay, so I know now how all of this looks. Well, can we carry that forward for an additional year? Like, mm-hmm. are we going to be able to be in stride we, together? Yeah, look, it's so easy to just do a year and look at everything as a year. Absolutely. I'm not arguing that that's not a great idea. That's all by the adopted. way. All I'm saying is, why is it that we that it's the whole world ha- subscribed to this idea of one person forever. I don't know. All right. What was the question? I don't have an answer. Uh, how do I approach casual sex as a woman without being disrespected? What does constantly? that mean? Yeah, so you were saying, so you... you like, what does well, it mean? We went way, way off. Way the hell off. Um, so but, yeah, what, what is disrespected? disrespected? Like, what does that mean? That was what I was asking you. But you said you thought it was the Madonna whore complex. Well, thing, it yeah. might be. It might be like, I mean, I know someone who received not one, but fucking 20 dick pics unsolicited from some dude that she had a, sm- a mild flirtation with. Mm. Like, that's disgusting. Straight Were up. Were they all the same angle? No, it was like a variety of dicks, but okay. like his dick, but in a variety <laughs> of poses. But even one unsolicited dick pic is absurd. Like, that's... Right. I never want that. If I want to see your dick, I'm going to come over and see it in person. Like, I don't want your dick on my phone, straight up. Okay, but that's not everyone. Go on. It's not everyone. But, but unsolicited yeah, is the keyword like, there. Go on. First of all, you have, you know, and that to me is so disrespectful. And if someone sent me photos in the past and I've asked them not to, they continue to do so. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's great. Like, so you, this, this is, is what you think she's concerned about? Maybe, or just even like people who you connect with and then maybe they're not feeling it or whatever and they suddenly just vanish. Like you, like you go on it on a date or it's not ghosting happening. Ghosting is not disrespect, girls. Come on. I think it is. I think it's You shitty. hate ghosting. I think it's awful. I think you just be like, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Enjoy your life. Like why? how is that so hard? You can also just say it with action, which is never talking to them again. I guess, but... And, you know, like I think we talked about before, if you're just going back and forth and messaging someone, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You're just going to vanish. But if you've actually spent time together or even had sex with each other, like... Yeah, I feel like after sex, uh, if especially if someone's reaching out to you, 
respond to them. Yeah. You know, just be like, yeah, or, you know, even if it's just killing the conversation with one word answers. <laughs> I had a, I had a, an exchange with someone where we had like a really great message back and forth exchange and mm-hmm. some phone calls as well. And then it kind of escalated to phone sex and we were long distance. Yeah. And like with this great dynamic, like we were, I felt like we were, you know, like connecting on multiple levels. And because we were long distance, he refused to ever meet in person, even when he was close in proximity to where I was. Because he's like, there's no point to this. I'm like, well, why don't we just have some really good yeah. sex and then yeah. like, you know, we don't have to get married and uproot our lives, but like, yeah. why, why, why is it okay for me to watch you have sex in a video chat, but we can't actually do it in real life. Mm. So interesting. You're like, open to his dick on your phone in that context. Well, yeah, because I'm asking for it and my child's not going to discover it at some point while he's playing <laughs> on my phone. Like that's actually one of my major concerns there is that my, my kid while playing with an app is going to come across someone's disgusting veiny dick on my phone. <laughs> like, well, how do you explain why that? Why does it have to be disgusting veiny? Come on, cat. <laughs> no, I like dicks. Let's be real. Yeah. Anyway, um, how do you, how do you do this without being constantly disrespected? I don't know. If you're being constantly disrespected, I think you're dating the wrong people. Yeah. I don't understand the constant disrespect and what the concern is there entirely. So I get the dick pic thing. Um, so she's looking for casual dating. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want necessarily commitment. So maybe if she presents herself as someone who is looking for something casual, um, guys are going to just hear that as your DTF. Yeah. And they're just going to treat you like sex, yeah. like, a, like a vagina that walks around and probably will come over. Um, and... and- like, what, what do you think about her being a little bit more clear about her intentions? Like, if she says in the initial conversations, I'm not looking for anything serious, um, but, you know, I do want to have somewhat of a friendship, you know, where yeah. we're, like, in yeah. contact with each other, but, you know, like... Yeah, it's 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 tricky because... Um, y- I'm not good with subtlety, personally. Yeah, so. I, can, I can see where... Um, there is there would be a temptation or or it would attract guys that are just interested in boning and and they're going to think that that's all she's interested in and that's one problem with i think i think that people that problem r- remains even if you don't suggest that you want casual sex it's, I think it's oh you only want sex women that are like i'm uh, you only want sex i'm not interested in only sex how many times do i have to say this you know and it's like well yeah well that's good because you know only sex is not the best type of sex you want there to be um more to the friendship at the very least this person needs a sex friend so she needs a sex friend how do you do that without being disrespected, without being treated um, just as a sex toy. Um, I think what you need to do, you can say something casual in your, if she's online dating, you can suggest that you want something casual, but actually still try to have a conversation. And with those people who are um, unable to have a conversation, and even if it's people bring up a conversation about sex, you know, you don't have to shoot that down right away, but you can guide that conversation or um, respond to it in such a way that doesn't necessarily uh, elicit just sex talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's ways of, of bantering within that uh, topic. 
you know, I, I think that that's where you, you're going to find your compatible partner is if while you're talking, it's more interesting than just like, I'm going to bend you over and blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, I don't know you. Yeah. You know, can you say something with with, with wit or, yeah. or something like, interesting? Does this include or, brunch the next day? Yeah, like or? what is the... <laughs> What are you offering? What's on the table? Yeah. Like, but you... Maybe you, we do this once a week and then we go for dinner as well. Like, but... Yeah, like what's... <laughs> what else? What else you got? What kind of movies do you like to watch? Because I'd like to be spooned and penetrated at the same time while watching, mm-hmm. you know, this comedy. Yeah. Or, but there's ways to have a fun conversation. It can be sexual. It doesn't have to be. But you know that this person has more depth and cares about your humanity more than just as a sex toy. Mm-hmm. So... Be, be 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 willing to shut people down. You don't have to shut them down, like say anything, just unmatch or whatever. Um, but be open to these types of fun conversations, which might uh, get you the right sort of sex friend that you need. Yeah, I like that. I agree with Joel today. <laughs> For this question. Last question, do you think? Yeah. All right. Hit me with it. I'm seeing an older man. Gross but I can't figure out if he's as interested in me as I am in him. There is a 25-year age gap, and I'm unsure if I'm being oversensitive as a millennial trying to communicate with a Gen Y. Is it Gen Y? Who knows? (laughs) Or if he just isn't into me. Uh, Interesting, because um, how old is Gen Y? I don't even know. I'm a Gen Xer. This is what I love about about this question, because I'm like... There is no end to, like, I can get so old. <laughs> and I'm still dating girls in their mid to late 20s? Is this what's happening? <laughs> I'm really happy to tell you that that is true for me as well. <laughs> I'm 60. I'm dating a, a 30-year-old. Are you, like, I, I swore that in my new life I would not date younger men anymore, but the universe does not seem to think that's my path. And who am I to argue with the universe, honestly? (laughs) Like, I feel like I should just surrender, as my good friend Jenny says. So uh, anyway, I think in my experience, older men are often much more communicative and attentive. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that this person is much younger than me. So she's probably talking about men who are, in fact, my age. So (laughs) I don't... I think if you have to question if your partner is into you or not, then there's a chance that they might not be so into you. Although, like, I'm going to bring in your much-lauded love languages, right? Mm. So if you're the kind of person who loves um, beautiful words or... Words of affirmation. Yeah, words of affirmation. (laughs) Beautiful words. Let's do the redo the love language. Beautiful words, lovely gifts, wonderful little chores. Sensual caresses. Sensual caresses. And uh, the, the, long, uh, deep stares. That's quality time. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's, <laughs> quality time, just staring at each other. That's terrible. That's awful meaningful, time. Meaningful hand-holding and cuddling. Yeah. Wait, that, that's yeah, physical that's touch. That's physical touch. Um, Yours was better for the physical touch. <laughs> I think that you have to also be aware that they may not be communicating their interest and affection in the same way that you naturally do. So it's important to... First of all, study these because they're really helpful and useful mm-hmm. and see if they're maybe putting out things that you weren't immediately recognizing as signs of interest and affection and attention. I think when you're dating someone and you just don't feel like they're 
invested or interested, you've got to listen to that. Yeah. And, and if you're, like you say, if you're not getting that, um, maybe you never will. So like, why are you having to read between the lines? Find someone that communicates that to you properly. I'm, I'm so on board with your way of approaching everything <laughs> relationally now. But the other idea is that, um, you know, how is this person uh, losing you? Like, how are they not communicating properly? Is it via text? Does this person just not like is it are they all thumbs which actually you would need for texting <laughs> but um or like when 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 it's in text it's stilted you're not getting much from them but when you're in person they're a lot more uh they they speak more, what am i trying to say they're more communicative communicative about it <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is the uh, I was going to say verbose. Um, oh, well, that's a good one. But uh, but this is the, this is a thing that I would look for just to um, you know make it a little bit see if we can find a little uh, um, give a little hint so that she can do a little detective work. Um, if you are out for dinner with this person. And they, they, or, you know, you spend time with them, they never have anything much to say in the way of like, I'm crazy about you. You're wonderful. You're fantastic. But you ask them about their model train set, because I'm assuming that's what they're into at this age. Um, and they're just like, oh, yeah, I bought this, uh, this special little moss stuff. It looks like real moss. And I have a little conductor station. And, and he's, you know, got a little bunk bed in there. If he is like so verbose... <laughs> or communicative and excited and articulate about something else, then you know that this guy's not just bad at talking and bad at expressing yeah. himself. You know he's just not into you. Yes. He's really, really into trains. Yeah. You know? So Or his work. Or his work or something. Yeah. Men, eh? You know, uh. into their work, these guys. But yeah, he, he just... He, he doesn't prioritize you. He doesn't think about no, you exactly. that way. He doesn't consider you. That's a great point. Like if you are seeing someone and they can like schedule conferences and like meetings across town and can't ever arrange a date for the two of you, like pay attention to that. Yeah. He don't like you. No, he's not. You're not a priority. Yeah. But, you know, like if he's generally kind of tongue-tied about most things, you can just yeah. kind of assume that's a personality trait. If he's just not a talker. How know. are you when you're interested in someone? Like how do you show them that? Uh, you're a man. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, I believe I'm communicative um, with whatever it is that I am interested in with somebody. So sometimes I don't know. You know, I haven't gotten to know them enough. So I will be, I won't give that much information because I, I, you know, I can't really say, oh, I'm in, I want you, I want to be intimate with you or I want to um, marry you one day <laughs> or I want, you know, I don't know what the dynamic will be. So sometimes it's just like I'm, I don't communicate exactly, you know, that's why I hate the question, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for, many different things mm -hmm. in in a dating sense what am i looking for with you i don't know what am i looking for ultimately if i told you you might get your hopes up that i you know yeah exactly i would like you know true love i suppose but 
might not happen with you. No. So <laughs> let's not ask me what I want. But if you're interested, though, you're like taking the initiative to make plans, for example, right? Like maybe yes, not communicating. I will, yeah, I'll, I, I do, as I have said, I'll push to make plans sooner than later just so that we can get the show on the road and if say, there's going like, to be a show. You've had a couple of good dates. How are you keeping in touch in between dates? I am a communicator and I like I like entertainment and uh, fun and banter and stuff. So I'm very uh, so active. You'll in send a cute text in the day kind of thing. Funny things yeah. or, or uh, some, something makes me think of that person. I'm probably not going to be thinking of you, mm-hmm. but I'll probably make a joke based on whatever I'm seeing that relates to what they're into or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I like to uh, uh, maintain some sort of communication. Of course, if I'm pleasuring myself, I'll I'll send them a picture so that they can see that. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh wait, oh uh, I guess that's wrong now. I guess we're not allowed to do that. Um, <laughs> I think with consent, it's probably fine if you're. Some people look. I never do it, uh, mom, but uh, some people are. are <laughs> some people are probably really into it. Um, if you uh, if you're into someone, do you start to like take them places that you like to go and like introduce them to your friends? Oh, this is that. So that the, friends and bringing somebody into your like regular places or your circle and that kind of thing uh, that takes time for that. But if you really, really, really like someone... What's your timeline for that kind of stuff? There is no timeline. You just kind of feel yeah. when it's time. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, 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 I know how you feel about arbitrary timelines. Yeah, there's time no lines. arbitrary timeline on that. I won't... Uh, it's just if it... It's like... Yeah. And, and uh, I'm sure different... There's also different like uh, dynamics as far as... Like if you did have like a sex friend, you know... That person may be, you may introduce to your friends. Right. Because you, even if it's not like, oh, this is the love of my life or whatever. Um, but that dynamic might be different. It might be someone that comes over just in the evening mm-hmm. uh, and that's all you kind of do. You spend more time together than just that, but you don't really have the opportunity to be like, hey, let's hang out over here with these people. Um, but that's not to say that that couldn't happen. So it's really... Each person's different, but uh, yeah, you're that, that's I can't tell you when that might happen or whatever. It's, Do you think that there are men who can be very interested and invested and completely show no clear signals about that? Uh, it, it, if there were a I was gonna say, it, if there could be a personality of that type, but I'm sure they're not super common and nobody will ever want to stay with them. Mm. So like if they said, well, I called you today, so that's me showing interest in you. Yeah, but a phone call, Mm -hmm. that's pretty big. Mm. Like who, who doesn't want like, well, this old man might be making phone calls (laughs) from his rotary phone. He's like, you, you don't know how hard hurt my finger is with this stupid. <laughs> my arthritis is yeah. acting up. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you do not think that a phone call is enough effort? No, I do not. 
like if they're if they're like um like i feel like phone calls like who would ever calling is such a huge thing now like i love phone calls i I think phone calls are lovely but there needs to be more than just a phone call yeah you need also what's being said in the phone call yeah you know you know it it, it depends what the person needs as you've mentioned with the love languages but for me it's like i need dynamic give and take Mm -hmm. So the person needs to be present in conversation, uh, present physically in life, you know, present sexually. Everything, they need to be there. Yeah. And you know when a person isn't there. You sure do. They're distracted. They're <laughs> bored. They're they're just like... Strangely what, aggressive. What you want to have happen here? <laughs> what, me? No. <laughs> they're strangely aggressive. Yeah, they're not present. They're, for some reason, strangely aggressive. <laughs> I don't know if that falls into that category. Um, but yeah, so just look for that that presence mm-hmm. and you'll notice if it's there or not. And if you don't feel it, again, it's not worth it no. thinking about it. Move on. Like unless what's he, what's he paying for? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, because he's older. So he's an old man. He's a sugar, sugar baby. Oh. Well. I think he'd be plenty interested in her then if he was paying. Oh, that's true. Um, Got to get your money's worth. Alrighty. That's our episode. Well, thanks for joining us today, gang. I stopped with the curveballs because I hated the theme song. The one theme song. Yeah. Quick curveballs. You keep the, using it. I don't mind. I was, I was feeling weird about just giving my opinion on things. But you also opened up this episode being quite vulnerable. So I think it subtly has worked its charms. Mm. 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 I was manipulated. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm being a princess. Join us every Monday at I do and I don't show. Uh, you can email us. If you have questions, we would love to answer them. I do and I don't show at gmail.com through the website. If you want through our Instagram, the, the links to the website are on the Instagram cat made up a cool link tree there. Um, in the uh, bio and on Facebook, we're available as well. Send us your questions and we'll answer them every Monday with very, very in-depth, beautiful, uh, what you call it? Uh, advice. Advice. Um, and what you call it, what you call, what you call it. Um, and that being said, all that's left for me to say is whistle while you work. (laughs) 